Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. All right, this week, I want to talk about undivided dedication. You know, we've been going through spring practice the past two weeks. We got done on Friday night. We had a game on Friday night. But as we were going through spring practice, you know, this is also recruiting season for the fo college football coaches. And this year, it's not always like this every year at, uh, at Elka. Um, but this year, I have uh, five or six, five kids that have already been offered by Division One schools. And then I probably have three or four other ones that are getting recruited by Division three schools, Division two schools. And I have some uh, one or two kids, maybe three kids in the 2021 20, class that are getting recruited. So my point is, is all kinds of college coaches have been coming through. So at my school, you know, I have I have the weight room. The weight room is my responsibility. And then, you know, we're in spring practice, so I have spring practice responsibility. And then I have all these coaches coming through. It could be 10 to 12 coaches a day. And, you know, and as a football coach, you know, I focus on two things. Number one, I'm going to focus on the weight room, all right? That, I have to have that right or we're going to get beat. Oh, and I'm not, I'm not maximizing the player's potential. We're not becoming the very best that we can become. And then two, you know, so we're in spring practice, so my focus is football. Got to be all in, 100% football. Well, you know, so the word undivided dedication kept coming to my mind the past two weeks because that's that's one of my words. And in my book, Demand Excellence, I write about undivided dedication and, and what it means as a football coach, what it means as a football player, and then what it means as a Christian man. Well, I kept thinking about undivided dedication because my dedication has been divided all during spring practice. You know, I wasn't preparing the way that I should have prepared because I couldn't. You know, when you have all these college coaches coming through all day long, you don't have a free second. But the thing that probably disrupts me more than anything is that when the boys are in the weight room, I need to be 100% in the weight room with them, undivided in my dedication to them. You know, like Nick Saban says, be where your feet are. You know, it's all the same stuff. But undivided dedication, I need to be watching them, locked into them, making sure they're working, making sure they're doing their reps, all this right there. And if and if anything distracts me from that, and somebody could be talking to me or, you know, it, it drives me crazy. And not that I'm mad at that person. It's just I'm not focused on what I need to be focused on. So when these college coaches are coming through, I'm over there talking with the college coach. I'm watching the kids work out. I'm making them work out, but I'm not all in in the process. I'm not undivided in my dedication to what they're doing in the weight room. And then this week was even worse because we had a game on Friday. And, you know, and for me, When it's, when it's time to play games, I'm all in, 100% focus. All, every second of the day is locked into that football game. And all of my preparation, I'm focused. But it wasn't that way this week. You know, I could never be all in and undivided in my dedication to the game. 
and I'm not just talking now at practice. I could go out at practice and I could lock in. You know, I'm gonna be out here and I'm gonna be undividedly dedicated. But the problem is for a football coach, we have so much preparation to do outside of the football field. You must be undivided in your dedication there as well. But so bottom line is I was a mess, you know, but but I understand, you know, we got to get these boys recruited. I have to host these college coaches. It's a great opportunity. It's a good thing. It's a blessing. But I've been praying each morning. The word undivided dedication has been coming to my life. So I want to talk about that because that's that's why that's what's going on in my life right now. But here's what I love about football. Football is a great metaphor for life. You know, it's a constantly constant growth process. And so as football coaches, we're always using words like win the day, no excuses. But why do we use those words? What do they mean? What is the bigger meaning? What is the bigger understanding? And so for me, it's why I wrote the book Demand Excellence. One of the reasons why I wrote the book Demand Excellence, I want to take those words that I use and I don't want them just to have a football meaning. And I don't want them just to have a meaning for success. I want them to have a spiritual meaning because that's what they mean for me. Undivided dedication, yeah, I get that as a football coach. But what does that mean as a a Christian man, as a husband, as a father, and as a man who's going to impact the community for Jesus Christ? I think about the word sanctification. Now, that's not a word I throw around with the boys, so it's not in my book. But sanctification is when you become a Christian, it's a constant growth in Jesus Christ. I mean, so you become a Christian. You surrender your life to Christ. Holy Spirit comes inside of you. Or you could say it like this, because I know Coach Collier would argue with me out there. The Holy Spirit comes inside of you, and then you surrender your life to Jesus Christ because he did the work. But bottom line is, it's okay, now each and every day of my life is surrendered to Jesus Christ, undivided dedication in my focus and my commitment to him, and I'm growing as a Christian, you know, putting off the, the, the sinful flesh, dying to that, dying to the things of the world, and pursuing Jesus Christ. Well, it's the same thing as a football team. You know, we just had our spring game on Friday night, and, and it was good, and I guess, you know, but like as a coach, I go back and watch the film, and all, it's just so many mistakes. It's like slop. And it's like, oh my goodness, we have so much work to do. What's the same thing in my Christian walk? You know, a lot of days it's slop. My 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 commitment to Jesus Christ, my my ability to do right and, and not react in the flesh and not live in the flesh. And you know, if there was a camera on my life and I'm sitting there analyzing myself from a Christian standpoint, it looks just like what I saw on Friday night slop and you're like I have so much work to do and so that's what I love about football it's just this constant growth process and you know I I told the kids you know here we are this is this was basically we'll treat it as game one usually game one is slop the teams that win championships are the teams that continue to grow each and every day they get a little bit better they take those mistakes that caused everything to be sloppy and you get and you get a little better you refine them and you play another game you take those mistakes you get a little better you play another game you take those mistakes you get a little better so the goal over the course of the season is you're, you're making less and less mistakes and your and your team looks less and less sloppy and so by the time you hit the playoffs or you're you're competing to go to the playoffs in your region games you're playing at a highly efficient level and you remove the slot remove the dross I wrote about that on Friday in, in, in my blog to my parents if you if you guys want to check out my blog it's um, Elka football I think it's www.elkafootball.blogspot.com something like that um, but uh, it's it's off the um, Google app or whatever but it's so it's elkafootball.blogspot.com. But I wrote about dross, but it's just about removing that dross, removing that slot, 
And so I love that about football. And then, um, and so in my book, here's what I talk about. Here's what I write about with undivided dedication. Undivided dedication is uninterrupted intensity. Now, I divide intensity by mental focus effort. Not physical effort, mental focus effort. If I'm mentally focused, I'll give the physical effort. But intensity, you know, if you're studying, you you don't have to give physical effort, but it's uninterrupted intensity. So it's mental focused effort. Intensity can be defined as focused effort. It is easy to see how undivided dedication can be used as a coach. We want our players focused on the pursuit of winning, and we want nothing to get in the way. We desire they come to practice and forget about their relationship problems or problems they are having at home. We like to think our practices are a place of refuge, a place a player can come and escape life for a few hours. This certainly benefits us. We demand undivided dedication to the cause of winning. No distractions are allowed. Give us your all. Obviously, as a coach, I demand undivided dedication from my players. However, as I demand this from them, I need to be undividedly dedicated to them. So, you know, that's what undivided dedication is. And then I want to talk about, obviously, in this podcast, what it means as a Christian, because it means so much more as a Christian than it does as a football coach or a football player. When I think about undivided dedication, the two two words come to my mind, faithfulness and commitment. In another chapter in in the book, Demand Excellence, I talk about being holy for Christ, W-H-O-L-L-Y, holy, all of me committed to Jesus Christ. The problem is, is we are divided. You know, we're divided between serving Christ wholeheartedly and chasing the things of this world, pursuing the things of this world, money, glory, fame. The very things that God says die to, we're divided on as sinners because we're chasing those things. We desperately want the the things of the world. And um, so I want to read to you. Another word for divide, undivided dedication is singular focus. I was reading in Table Talk magazine. Um, every, you know, you, I think you can buy this magazine. It's it's like a biblical study each month. Um, you should g- just Google Table Talk. It's one word, and it's six months. It's six dollars a month, and it's it's to a ministry. And he talks about singular focus. Every athlete has to remain riveted. On the goal, he must maintain an intense concentration on the prize. It is this myopic focus that propels him forward with burst of renewed energy. Looking elsewhere at the other runners or in the stadium will slow him down and lead to his defeat. Similarly, Christians must be looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Hebrews 12, 12. Our singular focus must be must remain on Christ, who generates this strength we need to run with endurance. Keeping our gaze on Christ produces the stamina required to win the imperishable crown. As he ran his race, as he ran his race in life, Paul wrote that he was forgetting what laws what lies behind. He could not win the crown if he was looking back over his shoulder at his past failures. Or victories. He had to keep looking to Jesus Christ. If you are to run that you may obtain the prize, you must compete like a fully committed athlete in the Christian life. Sanctified sweat is required, but it will be worth it to receive the imperishable wreath from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. 
Dr. Steve Lawson uh, wrote that, so that's a quote right there. I don't want to get in trouble for uh, not not giving somebody his his due. And then I read about Daniel this morning. I was in Daniel thinking about undivided dedication. And in the notes, it said this. One of the key themes of Daniel was this. It is possible to live a life in exile surrounded by pagan influences and propaganda if one sets one if one sets one's mind to serving the Lord wholeheartedly. So you think about undivided dedication. I think about the words, what we just talked about, wholeheartedly, holy for Christ, um, faithfulness, commitment. You know, and so you can see, so now, we talked a little bit as a football coach, and i got to go out there, no distractions. You know, if we're going to win a football game on Friday night, everybody knows, Sunday afternoon, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, undivided dedication. Do not distract me. Like, everybody knows in my little circle, do not come to school and try to start a conversation with me on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, because I am locked in 100% to winning that football game. Nothing can distract me from that. And then Sunday afternoon as well after church, I mean, it's just kind of that, that four-day lock-in deal. You know, and pretty much by Wednesday after practice, you know, I, I feel good about it. But that's undivided dedication. Well, I have to daily have that same undivided dedication in my pursuit of Jesus Christ. And I think about Colossians 3 when I talk about undivided dedication to Jesus Christ in my life. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Bottom line is this. If I want to be all those things that Jesus Christ wants me to be, I must have my eyes on him all the time. There is no way I can be a faithful husband to my wife in this world that we live in if I am not undivided dedication uh, undividedly dedicated to Jesus Christ and keeping my eyes upon him. There is no way I can be a loving and present father to my son if I do not have my eyes undividedly, fully focused on Jesus Christ. There is no way that I can live a life that impacts the community. And when I say community, anybody you interact with every single day, the, 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 the presence you set every single day, shining as a light for Jesus Christ every single day. There's no way I can do that if I do not have my eyes fully focused on Jesus Christ. And that's the goal. I mean, so so as I'm teaching these boys undivided dedication, and obviously I'm talking to myself because I told you about my struggle the past two weeks with undivided dedication, which is fine. I choose to be undivided. Uh, I, I need to talk to those college coaches. I, I, and all that's going on. But... Um, if I'm going to be great at what I do, if my football players are going to be great at what they do, they must be fully focused on the goal, which is to become a great football team. When they come to practice, no distractions. Well, much, much, much more so, all right, infinitely more so in my relationship with Jesus Christ, my pursuit of him, uh, my, my servanthood towards him. He is the creator. I am the creature. He has died on the cross for my sins, and I have surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. And so now I am an ambassador for Jesus Christ. He has adopted me through the blood of Jesus Christ. I have become a son of the most high king of, of God. And now I serve him and I love him. 
I love him and my focus must be undivided. No distractions from this world. And so, you know, what can distract us uh, from our pursuit of Jesus Christ? You know, um, social media can distract us. You know, we get we get consumed with uh, what, you know, the Bible says do not covet. Well, what's the number one source of our covetousness? Social media. You're seeing what other people have and people are putting out fake things out there like, you know, look, you know, you girls will take 100 pictures of themselves and pick the very best one and put that up there. They'll airbrush themselves, put that out there. You know, and the same thing we do with our families. We take the best picture of a horrible day and we put it out there and act like we had a great day. And people covet that because they see, oh, that, that's his reality. Man, his life is perfect. You know, but but that's not true. The other, th other way we can get distracted is TV. You know, TV is a cesspool, right? You know, there's no glorifying God going on TV. We have to be very careful that what we watch on TV is not making us divided in our pursuit of Jesus Christ as we let the world creep in. And, you know, one of the, one of the major convictions that God has convicted me with is um, is news. You know, whether it be CNN or, or Fox News or MSNBC or, you know, any of the news outlets. You know, you could uh, Drudge Report's another one. Um, any Anyone, because what I like to do is, uh, or I liked to do, as I like to go to the most extreme on the liberal side, you know, CNN, MSNBC, then I like to go to the most extreme on the conservative side, Fox News, Drudge Report, and I kind—I like to just see the balance. And, and of course, you love the banter, you love the arguing. Um, but what I what I saw and what God convicted me of is all of that is trash, because what those media outlets are trying to do is they're trying to create division. They're trying to incite my flesh and my lust and make me angry. So, um, bottom line is, God convicted me and says, "Man, don't don't go look at this stuff." And and maybe you can, but it was dividing me. You know, it caused me to get angry. And so God's like, "Don't look at this stuff anymore." So those things can cause us to be undivided in our dedication uh, to Jesus Christ. So we we have to be careful. We have to guard our hearts uh, so that we can pursue Him wholeheartedly. So what are my weapons? You know, what are my weapons to be undivided in my dedication to Jesus Christ? As a football coach, I mean, I just tell everybody, you know, Sunday afternoon, Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday until after practice, don't mess with me. You know, and I'm very intense about it, and I'm not mean about it, but don't distract me. You know, I have the weight room that's important to me, and I'm going to be locked into those boys there, and then I have football. So every Free second I have that's not in the weight room, it's going to be wholly and undividedly dedicated to football. And so, um, but now as a Christian, what what are my weapons that where I can be wholly and undividedly dedicated to Jesus Christ each and every day? Number one is, and these are probably co-equal, but prayer. You know, it's the most powerful weapon that we have, but it's the one that we resort to last. You know, we want to we want to get it, we want to control everything ourselves. We want to um, we want to earn things ourselves, and that's not even the word that I'm looking for. Um, but control, we want all these type of things, man. We want to do it, and then we want credit for for it. But usually, when we do it under our own power, something's being destroyed. But prayer. So why is prayer critical? Because when I pray, I'm praying to God, saying, God, help me. Here are my problems. Here are my issues. 
Help me uh, do this in a way that glorifies you. Help me to trust in you, God, not trust in myself. And so prayer is critical. You know, obviously prayer, we, we also want to pray and make sure we're not just praying about ourselves all the time and not praying. We're praying for other people. Lord, how can I serve? But when you pray, God's going to bring you to that. And then and the other thing that we that we neglect, and it's the most powerful thing that we have, is God's word. You know, we don't get in God's word. We don't read God's Bible. We don't read the Bible. But you know what, man? You know, as a football coach, um, and, and I want you guys to know, like, I'm committed each and every day. My first hour is going to be committed to, to, to the Lord. All right, I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in God's word, and then I'm going to be in prayer. Now, some days I miss. Yesterday I missed, Saturday morning. I had a presentation I had to give on Saturday morning. I was up till four after the spring game. I was up till four in the morning uh, doing, preparing the presentation. The presentation was eight. So I slept till seven and I didn't have time. <laughs> I didn't have time to get in God's word yesterday. And, um, you know, so, and then I was like, man, maybe I'll do it in the afternoon, but that didn't happen. So I don't do it every day, but I do, I am pretty consistent. I bet you six out of seven days a week I do it. And a lot of times it's seven out of seven. So I am pretty consistent. Um, and that's my challenge to everybody. And y'all challenge me with it because we have to get in God's word. God's word is living and acting and breathing. And it is constantly reforming us and transforming us. And, and, and as God reforms us and transforms us, we are now becoming men and women who can impact the community for Jesus Christ. We can be good husbands. We can be good fathers and mothers um, if we are being refined and redeemed by the Holy Spirit. So those are your weapons. How can I be undividedly dedication as an ambassador for, the, for Jesus Christ? Well, if I neglect prayer and I neglect God's word, you are not becoming the man that God or woman that God wants you to become because you just can't. That doesn't mean you're not saved. That doesn't mean you're not going to heaven. It just means you lack the power and the growth that God intends for you to have. And it's, it's the same thing as a football coach. You know, if I don't do the things that I need to do, all right, if I neglect the weight room, if I neglect great preparation for practice, and then most importantly, this is like God's word, I'm not locked in 100% getting after it at practice, we're not going to become the football team that we could become. And that's what undivided dedication is all about. And so it is critical that, that we're in prayer and in God's word. And, and you, you might say, well, coach, you know, I just don't have time. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me because then you're operating under your own power. And believe me, I do this and I make this mistake all the time. And in prayer, God convicts me. But that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build our own kingdom. If you're a coach, your own football program, you know, if you're a mom or a dad, your own family, if you're a business person, your own uh, business, you know, I think about Chuck Gillum, our headmaster, your own school, if you're a pastor, your own church, and you're, and you're trying, and, and, you, and you think, you're my church, your, my football team, yeah, that's the problem, is you're trying to build an empire for yourself by your own power. Here's the dangerous thing, you might have success. But the problem is, is you might have success, but while you do it on your own power, you will destroy other people. And it's like a house of cards. You know, one little card removed, 
and, and, and the whole thing will, will break down and tear down. And, and even more dangerous, as you build your empire for the glory of the world, so the world may praise you. Oh, you're such a great pastor. Oh, you're such a great headmaster. Oh, you're such a great football coach. Oh, you're such a good business person. Oh, you're the best mom in the world. Your kids are so amazing. Your house is clean all the time. As, as you pursue your own empire, watch while your family crumbles. Watch while your relationship and pursuit of Jesus Christ and serving him crumbles. And as you're pursuing your own glory, you spit in God's face because you are not pursuing his glory anymore. So here's my deal as a football coach. Maybe, just maybe I could be a better football coach if I didn't get up at four in the morning and I just watched film and I didn't get in God's word. But that would be me building my own empire, my, my own em, my own empower, uh, empire, sorry, my own empire. And I would be doing everything for my glory and my honor. But, I, but I, just understand this, Christians. God is sovereign and he's the king of kings and he controls all things. Do you think if... When I sacrifice that hour in the morning, I am trusting that God will take care of the football program, that anything that's stressing me out, man, I just lay it before the Lord, and I'm trusting God to build the house. So I love to talk about uh, Psalm 127.1, you know, unless the Lord builds a house, those who labor, labor in vain, unless the watchman watches over the city, those who watch, watch in vain. Problem is, I get it, and I say it. I want to be the watchman, you know. I want to take I want to take responsibility. I don't trust in God to do it. And so that so you can't say I don't have time because I have all this other stuff to do. Stop what you're doing. You might have to get up an hour early. You might well if you get here's here's the thing. Here's what people have to sacrifice. If I if I get up an hour early, I must go to bed an hour early. So you might not can watch that TV show. You you know you you, you have to sacrifice. I'm not asking you to sleep less. I'm asking you to go to bed earlier, make that sacrifice. So, um, you know, and then lastly, I want to I talk to you about another one, another verse. Finish it with this in our undivided dedication. Um, do you not know? Do you not know? This is from First Corinthians nine twenty four through 27. Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Now think about this. As a football coach, I go to practice each and every day with a clear focus and purpose. These are the plays we're going to run, and we're going to get great at it. Now, if I go to football practice and there's been no preparation and I don't have a script, then I'm just going to start running plays aimlessly, and we're not going to get great at anything. I'm wasting my time, and then we're going to go out on Friday night, and we're going to get it handed to us because I was not focused. I was running aimlessly. I was as one boxing, uh, as one beating the air um, in boxing, just throwing punches but missing, wearing myself out, going to practice, accomplishing absolutely nothing. And But here's what he's saying. You know, that's a football thing. And football is a metaphor for, for life, for our relationship with Jesus Christ. And I just that's why I love football, man. It all 
turn right back into our walk with Christ. So every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath. You're going to receive a trophy that's, that's going to mean nothing 10 years from now. Who won the national championship 10 years ago? Nobody knows. Who won the Super Bowl 10 years ago? Nobody knows. I mean, we'll guess and say Alabama and New England, there's a good chance we'll be right, but we really don't know. These trophies mean nothing. These, these championship rings mean nothing. That's why these men are getting to be 60 and 65 and they're selling them because they're, they're, they're useless. They're, they're of no value whatsoever. These are perishable things. But God has offered us something that is imperishable, eternal life. Pursue this with all diligence. Do not run aimlessly. And how can I protect myself from aimless running in my relationship with Jesus Christ? I have to be in God's word. I have to be in prayer. If you're not in God's word and you're not in prayer, you are running aimlessly. I'm preaching to myself. I'm boxing as one beating the air. But here's Paul's challenge. But I discipline my body to keep it under control. To get up early and get in God's word requires discipline. To guard your eyes so that you're faithful to your wife requires discipline. To make sure you're not consumed building your own empire so that you can invest in your children and your family first and foremost and be a light for Jesus Christ takes discipline because it's easy, coaches and leaders, it is easy easy to pursue your empire and to fully focus on that. That would be easy to just focus on football and neglect my wife, neglect my family. Don't worry about being um, a man for Jesus Christ and just pursue my own empire. empire. I keep saying empower. I don't even know if that's a word. Empire. And, and so he does it why? Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. What a great warning uh, for the Christian. No, you need to guard your heart. You need to be undivided in your dedication. Why? Because as you preach Christ and you shine as a light for Jesus Christ, if you do not keep your eyes on him, as Colossians 3 says, you will mess up and you will make yourself somebody who will be disqualified from effectively leading for Jesus Christ. So that's, that's my time for today. Um, you know, I'm going to pray as we end undivided dedication as I always do. Um, you know, I'm just going to read the prayer from, uh, from my book, undivided, uh, demand excellence. A lot of people say, where can I buy demand excellence? Fastest, easiest place to find demand excellence is just go to elkafaster.com and, and we have it up there. We have it up top. Um, and, and you can buy it right there. So Here's my prayer. You know, the, the chapter Undivided Dedication has more to do with love and a little bit more spiritual stuff than what I, uh, a little bit more in depth with what, what Undivided Dedication is as a husband, a father, and a man who wants to impact the community for Jesus Christ. So you got to get the book and read it. Um, so elkafaster.com. But let me end with the, with the prayer uh, right here. Oh Lord, how great you are, my King and my Redeemer. You are my trust and my hope. Lord, I pray you would teach me what love truly means and then lead me in my pursuit to love the way Jesus Christ loved us. First and foremost, help me to love my wife and my son. May I not be swayed by my fleeting emotions, but may I be rooted in love. This love of Christ produces unwavering commitment, dying to self, and service to others. These words describe undivided dedication. 
Lord, help me to love my players and the coaches with whom you have placed me. May I never look at them as men who are there to help me win and be successful, but may I have undivided dedication as I seek to help them become champions for Jesus Christ. Lord, teach me your ways. Teach me to love like Christ. Lord, help me to be patient and kind. Help me to not be envious and never boastful. Help me to not be arrogant or rude. Help me to not insist on my own way. Help me to not be irritable or resentful. Help me to not rejoice in wrongdoing, but help me to rejoice with the truth. Help me to bear all things, believe all things, hope in all things, and endure all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, and it was up to me to make a name. Jesus is the only name to remember.